0: Um, this is Betsy Beers. I'm executive producer of Scandal, and this is Scandal Revealed. This week on Scandal Revealed, we're just going to do uh, something that we've actually never really done before, just to have a period of time when we're answering some fan questions that we've gotten on Twitter. A lot of you guys write really smart, interesting questions on Twitter, and we can't answer them all Usually because as we all know I'm new to Twitter and I barely know how to tweet. <laughs> You're doing really well, Betsy Beers. And you know what? That's Katie Lowe's, who is here with us who's gonna answer some questions with me who also knows how to tweet a lot better than I do. Ooh, it took I had to have a whole day tutorial. Did on you that. really? I did. I did. You make me feel a lot better because you're 13.
1: <laughs> no, and I, I thought had you to,
0: guys always just came out of the womb now, knowing, knowing had a exactly tweet. What to tweet. No,
1: I'm not even on Facebook. I literally had no idea. I'm a computer <laughs> idiot. I'm a computer idiot. And we got this email, you know, from Shonda at the beginning of the series asking that we it might be a good idea to join Twitter. And I have to say, after making a bazillion mistakes and being a Twitter idiot, now learning more, mm-hmm. it's the best. We look forward to our Scandal Twitter parties every Thursday night. The cast just really enjoys being involved. And now Betsy Beers is on it, so you can start sending her questions. And I'm going
0: to start tweeting more, I swear. I'm just – I'm really, really slow to the party. And I so enjoy reading this stuff (laughs) that you guys actually tweet to us. It's so much fun. It is. It's like – it is the best. So it actually – when I'm alone, sometimes I feel like, well, I'm not alone. There are all these people who are actually watching the show and thinking about it, which is awesome.
1: Thinking a lot about it. They have re- there are so many intelligent questions you guys send in and comments, and I just love reading statements like, whoa, boom, holy fits. <laughs> Did that just happen? What the heck? I mean, the hashtags that you
0: all create are phenomenal.
1: Are phenomenal. But like
0: we actually don't even have to do anything, we just sort of sit here and smile <laughs> yeah. while you guys do all the work. So thank you for that. Thank You're you. You're making our jobs a lot easier. <laughs> so Julia on T V actually I thought had a really good a good tweet which was Quinn has a very idealistic vision Mm -hmm. of Olivia when she first started at OPA. Mm -hmm. How do you think she views her now?
1: Well, I think that it's very complicated, which, thank you Shonda Rhimes, she writes these amazing human characters that live in this sort of gray zone, so no one, it's nothing is clear, nothing's right or wrong or black or white, it's very, so the idealistic puppy dog um, way that Quinn used to look at Olivia and really just hold her up on a pedestal, I think it's come down from that because Quinn has learned so much about who Olivia really is and that Olivia is not perfect and, has and truthfully made a lot of in the mistakes. episode
0: coming up you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I think that it's gonna be even more eye opening yes. for Quinn.
1: Very eye opening for Quinn and I know a lot of you all have been tweeting to Quinn, is she going to get answers from Olivia? Um, in the episode you saw two weeks ago, we left off where Quinn is finally going to get some answers out of Olivia Pope, and Olivia Pope agrees and says, yes, I'm going to tell you. And then that call comes in where the freaking president wakes up, and the whole thing goes to, you know. So, <sighs> uh, so, but I can say that, yes, these um, – Next episode's coming up next week, new episode, uh, January 31st, and the one after that, Quinn does get some answers. I can't say that they are necessarily from Olivia Pope herself, uh, but she does get some answers. Well
0: put, Katie Lowe's, (laughs) Um, but she does get some answers. And interestingly enough, you guys are going to get a lot of answers about a lot of things. You're going to have some more questions, but you're going to get a lot of answers about a lot of things. I think another thing, actually, that I found really interesting was Clumsy H. IBZ wanted to know how much has the show affected your view on life and politics? Have you become more cynical? I I honestly can't believe Katie Lowe's ever would become cynical because this girl is like the best breath of fresh air and she's always got a great attitude. And even days when I'm a grumpy grumpster who grumps and I'm just sitting around like, but you're
1: so funny.
0: Even (laughs) when I'm a grumpy grumpster, Katie Lowe's comes and I look at Katie Lowe's and I, Love puppies and sunshine <laughs> and flowers because you're such a burst of sunshine. I try.
1: I'm. A, I'm. I'm very happy. What's not to be happy about? I mean, <laughs> I have an amazing job with a great group of people. But I have to say, in answer to clumsy hibz's question, I, I wouldn't say that I've become more cynical of politics. But I definitely look at politics in a different way. Meaning. When stories come out, I'm always thinking about Did Judy Smith, who is the character that Olivia Pope is based on, she's a real crisis manager. I really, I'm always like, Was Judy Smith involved in this? Like, what's really going on? What have they, you know, are they painting a picture that they want us to see, or is this really the truth? (laughs) I mean, and the cast will text each other. Like, Columbus will totally send an email being like, do you think that's real, or do you think Judy Smith was involved, or do you think some fixer? So I definitely do look at things more from the underbelly's side since working on this show.
0: Well, and what I can say from our end is nothing is ever actually based on anything that happened to Judy Smith. Uh, Judy Smith um, actually exists as an inspiration for the show, but the way that we really use Judy Smith, the, the writers will come up with an idea or a scenario, and then Shonda or our wonderful researcher Jess Brownell will call Judy and say, how would how would you handle this situation if it did occur, as That's opposed right. to it being a real-life situation? So I can put that part of your cynic, your, your, your worried cynic at rest. That's right. That at least it's not real. Real and something that it's based on in our experience. But That's, I do think some of the things seem to be based we're certainly inspired Inspire by real Casers by. over the years. Oh yeah, there's, there's no things, lack for material. There sure to be isn't, boy. By. They're just—it's a pretty uh, frisky playing field. It's a pretty scandalous, scandalous uh, political world out whoa. there, and yeah, it's just crazy. And by the way, we like—it's it, astonishing that I wake up every day and I pick up the paper and there's something else where we will be working on an episode of Scandal about oh I don't know election rigging. And you pick up the paper during the election and everybody's worried there's election rigging going on. We didn't know that. I swear. We had nothing to do with and that. And the whole election like with is it.
1: coming down to a place in Ohio. Like everyone's flipping out about Ohio. And I'm like, what is happening, happening. right it's a, now? It's such
0: a weird, surreal world. So kudos to the phenomenal writers who apparently are psychic. <laughs> also? Or <are> just incredibly <laughs> talented and maybe psychic. Who knows? <laughs> Now, this is actually a question I've, I think we've rarely been asked, but Tia M. Rose mm-hmm. at Tia Zor M nice. wants to know if, and she says hi, and I say hi back, mm-hmm. which is very nice. Is everything on the show scripted, or does Shonda sometimes encourage improvisation? <laughs> You wanna, I'm going to okay. this, Katie. Well,
1: that would be a f- hard no <laughs> on the <laughs> improvisation in the best of ways. This show uh, is written beautifully, and we got an email, I think, before we even started uh, from Shonda just saying, we've picked each word that you say for a reason. So we would like for you to say them exactly how they are written, but how you say them is completely up to you and that's where your artistry and your take on the character comes into play. But no, I actually think this show is sort of like Shakespeare. It reminds me of Shakespeare stuff I worked on at school of just like you have to be word perfect. The ands and the ofs and the thus are all in the right place. But when you know them so well like the back of your hand and you come into work all of a sudden it's just like clicking. It's just like music and it just flies and it's just amazing. So there's no improvisation. But sometimes before the scene starts or after the scenes end, we do improv to sort of gear up for the scene. Like if the Mm -hmm. scene is starting like sort of in the middle of handling a case, before they call action, you know, the people, uh, me and Darby Stanfield and Columbus Shorter Huck, will start talking in character. That Mm -hmm. way when they roll and call action, we're already sort of in the mindset and at the um, right level of stakes, you know, to start the scene.
0: And I think there's there's an aspect which isn't exactly improvisation, but from the writers and creative side, which is very often I think Shonda and the writers will be affected by – Relationships, what they see you guys do, and oh, yeah. paths develop and change based on the incredible energy and work that you bring to the dialogue. So there's an interesting thing that happens is the show remains a flexible yes. and fluid and changing entity because you guys end up participating in that transformation yourselves. And I think what happens with the writers a lot is they will look at two characters who you might not have thought had a dynamic, but because of an energy which is coming out, we'll think, "My goodness, we've got to put those two people together right. and see what happens." And in that way, there is always a quiet, non-literal sort of improvisatory thing that's so going much on, so on the
1: end. Yeah, your, the, the, your your energy that you're bringing to the dialogue that's happening in between you and another person is sort of what's being created on the spot. And then they watch the dailies, and from little things that they see between different people, they'll start you know, elaborating on those relationships and things.
0: Oh, and I think when I think about somebody like Melly, who started as the first lady and how she's developed and transmogrified into this incredibly, I mean, almost immediately this complex, very deep, complicated individual. Yes. So much I think came from Shonda immediately responding to this energy that she was bringing. That's right. You know, to, to the, to the screen.
1: That's right. I
0: think there's also a great question from John Flores at Omicron 7291. I know you can't give away too much, but what can we expect to see Quinn in the upcoming episodes?
1: Oh man, it gets so good for Quinn. Um, it does get really what good. What I Chris. can tease for next week is that we're going to go into Quinn's past and we're going to meet a certain individual that is being played by my real-life husband.
0: (laughs) Props to the real-life husband, huh?
1: (laughs) Yes. And so I can tease that. It gets really juicy. And so I can also say that Quinn... And everybody, as Betsy had already said, gets a lot of answers to this whole huge conspiracy that we've been working on for weeks about the election rigging and Cytron, and all of it's going to come together and blow up in your face, and you are going to love
0: it. And I'm just going to say, I love this episode because the wheels really come off the bus. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're going to see one person in particular behave absolutely atypically to anything you've ever really seen. Yes. One character in particular is going to surprise you. Tenfold. Tenfold. Yes. That's a good team. Betsy Beers. I think think so, Katie Loves. I think so. And there's some surprises in store for that Quinn. Yes, there are. And that Lindsay. Yeah, that Lindsay Dwyer. That Lindsay Dwyer, a.k.a. Quinn Perkins. This has been really fun to do. I hope we get to do this again. Yes, I will. Because actually sitting with you in the office, and by the way, it started, it was raining, but it's not raining, which means I can take off... My um, yellow oil skin and my waiter boots and my hat now because it is, it is not ready anymore, yes. which is good. We thank you guys so much for yes. all of your questions. A shout out to all of you for continuing to tweet, to watch the show, to continue to watch the show. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. And please tune in. We're on next week. We will have a brand new episode. January 31st, 10 o'clock, ABC, Scandal. Check out Gray's Anatomy, a little show at nine o'clock, ABC. And next week we have a terrific podcast for you. We're going to be back with Katie Lowes, who I'm not going to let leave because basically <laughs> I will live here if you want. It's me pretty to. awesome. <laughs> we'll let her go do the show, but then she can come back yeah, and live here. Actually, I would great work out commuter. really well. Yeah. And also our incredible costume designer, Lynn Paolo who is an absolute genius. genius. And a lot of you guys are really interested in the clothes and the style and what things mean and why people are wearing clothes. Well, I guess there's a reason why people are wearing clothes because I don't think it'd be on we ABC if, it was if we a weren't naked wearing show? clothes. It would probably be some weird Just like, a nudie show? Cinemax After Dark thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's not our show. Our show is beautiful because <laughs> people are in clothing. And the clothing's awesome. And Lynn's going to talk about it. And we're going to get to talk to her about it. And maybe some of your questions are going to get answered again. Thank you so much. This is Betsy Beers. This is Scandal Revealed. I'm gonna be talking to you next week. Bye. Bye.